0: Da, 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 da. We're back and we're back, and no soft openings for us this time, Maureen. Oh, we I'm are looking forward to a soft opening. We were well, <laughs> honestly before we started, Maureen said to me, "Another one of your soft openings, then, Jen." <laughs> and I thought, I never want to hear you say that out loud ever again, Maureen Younger. Anyway, not no. this time. We learned from our we learned from our mistake. We learned from our mistake last time that soft openings don't work for these two no. uh, uh, for us two. I don't. Know, I, I like to talk about us in the third person, Maureen, because it makes us sound <laughs> like Trump. a lot more interesting. Yeah, like Donald <laughs> bloody Trump. Um, anyway,
1: I'm Maureen Younger.
0: I'm Jen Brister. Here we are in Maureen's living room yet again, and um, I
1: have had another cup of tea. And a water, I, it was a bottle, an unopened bottle. I thought she'd prefer that than drinking from a I glass. I know, but who
0: has been drinking from this bottle before me, Maureen? This,
1: was, it drunk, was it open? Hmm. Oh, that would have been me then. It was you, Maureen, so I'm just drinking out a bottle of water that you would have <laughs> already drunk out. Of. It's fine. I thought it was an unopened bottle to No, it be was fair. very much open. Because it, it didn't have lipstick around it. No. Which is the one I'm drinking, right? Right, that's okay. I mean, <laughs> it's good to know we're sharing fluids. <laughs>
0: I mean, we might as well. have done everything else. <laughs> it was, it was going to happen eventually. Someone said to me, this was the most hilarious thing. I can't even remember who said this to me. Uh, we were banging on. Oh, yeah, I was banging on about how um, now at my age. Uh, someone said to me, oh, do you get any female attention? Do You, you must get some female attention. And I said, uh, yes, I do. And they tend to be women, uh, 50 plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they said, oh, I'm, I bet Maureen fancies you. And I said, <laughs> oh, my God. They do not know me. I was like, Maureen is more likely to fall in love with a, I don't know, a, a jar of coffee granules. There is... Who
1: l- s- said is, that? There that's is nothing,
0: yeah, there's, no, there's nothing less likely to take place... You two get on. I was like, you're mistaking two people who enjoy each other's company and are friends. Not everything is sort of a sex thing. (laughs) Oh my God, Maureen I mean, I've made both you and I feel unwell.
1: (laughs) Right, hang on a second, I've got to get this. Look, agents calling. It actually truly is. I've got to get this. Okay. So, well, don't worry
0: about it, Maureen We won't worry about it now. Um, But needless to say, needless to say, I set him straight. (laughs) Needless to say, and I set him straight and I explained that you and I are, and will never ever be, and could never be, an item.
1: I'm very upset about this now. Yeah. I didn't realise this before.
0: Jesus. I invested all that
1: time and energy into our relationship for nothing, Jim.
0: Oh, God, Maureen, can you imagine? <laughs> We'd do each other's heads in.
1: Absolutely do each other's heads in. And also, of course, if I did fancy you, I'd be spending most of my time ignoring you. I know, you, wouldn't, you certainly wouldn't be <laughs> sitting here talking to me. I'd be like, I can't believe that person especially if I thought you, you fancied me as well. I'd be like, I'd have nothing to do with you. Oh my I? god, Maureen. <laughs> I'd be
0: like, I can't believe it. Maureen would be livid. <laughs> Maureen's livid if she finds out anyone finds her attractive. <laughs> what the f- what is what him? Oh my god. What's as your if. problem? What's your, your problem? problem? What's his problem? I don't know, Maureen. He just finds you attractive. Is that is that <laughs> does that have to be a problem? Yes.
1: Yeah, it does. Anyway, enough about our love lives. <laughs> do you know what's really funny because you know I do a lot of gay gigs a lot of lesbian gigs and usually often when I'm in a car with a comic male comic at some point they'll just turn to me and go um, but you're not a lesbian are you and I'm like no No. what I love is when they say to me oh Jen Jen she's so attractive if she wasn't a lesbian I'm thinking well, she, even if she was straight love she still wouldn't be interested yeah. like, that's the only thing that's holding you back oh my god
0: <laughs> If you weren't a lesbian, I'd definitely go for you. And I'm like, but would I go for you? Uh, no. Probably not. Uh, the answer to that is no. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Fortunately, you know, you are literally not interested in anyone and I am very much um, taken. So we don't have to worry. We don't have to concern ourselves. Every now and again, Maureen, I like to think it'd be lovely for Maureen. Let's just very, very quickly delve into... Um, the fantasy that is Maureen's uh, love imaginary life. love life, love. and just think, Maureen, how would we get you together with someone? How would it's we really find hard. a man for Maureen younger? And I think we could. I think it is potential, oh, p- really? possible. No, no, I think it's possible. It would have to be a man who's obviously had a lot of. He'd have to be very confident,
1: yeah, very
0: self assured. Mm. Uh, have to be fluent in German. Possibly Probably. even German. Yes. Or Austrian. Austrian German. Austrian yeah. German, preferably. Uh, massively into literature and the arts. Yes. I uh, he'd have to be very clever, but not a dick. Yeah, yeah. Into eighties soul music. He'd have to love eighties soul music, so German literature and eighties soul. Two you know, two de- definitely. I uh, also so Scottish uh, collide all the time. Ideally, you're just you basically you're I'm really you're a please? narcissist, you're just describing yourself <laughs> more <in. laughs> Basically, Maureen is describing herself. Scottish, German literature, 80s soul music. That's you. I know, but then... You can't just go out with you. I no, we're, we're trying to, like, find a... Pa- and oh, I see. I, see. Hard, I mean, you're one of a kind, Maureen. God <laughs> knows. It's going to be hard enough finding someone that's like you, let alone... Oh, cheers. Someone who is exactly <laughs> you. In fact, if there is someone that's exactly you, I don't want... It. I can't cope with you. I don't need another. No, one. you
1: know I don't like people that are like me. I really find people that are like me really No, he annoying. can't
0: be scatty. This guy has got to be super <laughs> organized. Uh, Do you know what? I always seem to be attracted to men that are incredibly tidy, which is weird. No, they're not incredibly tidy, Maureen. They're just tidy. <laughs> they're not incredibly tidy. <laughs> they are people that are just tidy. Yeah. You know, when they see something on the floor, they pick it up. Those yeah. people. Yeah. When they um, drop something in the kitchen, they go. Oh, well, I, I will put that in the bin. Not uh, that that could stay there. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do, do that. I don't pick things up straight away. Picks things up straight away, or indeed ever. <laughs> Look, it's fine, Maureen. The point is, is that I think it is possible as long as this person knew that you could net you like you could never live with someone. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. But you could have companionship. Yeah. Love. Mm. Mutual interests. Yeah. You know, as long as she doesn't mind going out for dinner with a woman that has half of her dinner in her hair, <laughs> all down her top. Do you know what Christian does when we eat? Yeah. He where's put, a, he, no, no, where's he puts, a gas mask? No, he
1: puts condiments between me and him. Yeah. Well it's sometimes like I, a wall of condiments. Or well, sometimes I
0: see part of your food landing on my food and I think
1: <laughs> Well I like I like
0: a bit extra for free, but not necessarily like this. Not necessarily when it's come flying out of your mouth, Maureen. Anyway, that's fine. Uh, to be honest, I don't think that this podcast is selling you. <laughs> I don't think that if, if, if by, by some freak accident, a straight, available man was listening, was listening to this, he'd You'd be think,
1: like... Oh, she's the one for
0: me. Right, definitely going to... A... Yeah. How but... can I meet Maureen Younger?
1: <laughs> that untidy woman that spits her food out everywhere. Can I just say I don't do it on purpose, but the thing is, I, I talk with my mouth full. Yeah, yeah. And then I also eat with my... I like to eat with
0: my hands, so... And then i know i've eaten with yeah. you enough and i don't want to dwell delve it. or dwell into dwell d- i don't want to dwell yes i suggest we we eat today and the, the fear on jen's face i might be actually cooking something oh god no <laughs> i mean last time we went out we just went for a kebab didn't we morning.
1: yeah
0: we went to uh, to a local turkish restaurant and had a kebab which is fine it was absolutely a-okay it was fine yeah and we both enjoyed it didn't we
1: yeah much better than if I'd cooked yeah. I actually like my
0: own cooking no I, I don't like your cooking Maureen at all well last time you took over remember yeah I know and we discussed it on this podcast <laughs> and I think it's fair to say that I I'm never going to let me cook for you I again. was angry actually that, 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 that the suggestion that this was ever going to be a dinner <laughs> made me quite livid <laughs> yeah and you're very slow to anger aren't you mm, very slow to anger but so anyway so,
1: what, so talk to talk oh, me I did, I did a, did a classic mooring yesterday I was telling Jen I went, had a reading because I've been doing readings with VG Lee about my book so I went all the way down to Brighton to do this reading and it was only when I got to Brighton I realised I hadn't brought the book to read from oh, <laughs> god <laughs> what are you reading mooring um, <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing is I bought a book to read on the train I remembered that Hans Valaday in case you German literature what a surprise But um, I bought snacks, I bought, you know, change for the books, you know, if I sold any books, I just forgot. And it was only when I got to Brighton, I was like, I haven't bought anything to read at the reading. Well, that's
0: what the evening was for. It's tricky. But do you know what? In your defence, and I sometimes struggle to defend you, Maureen, (laughs) but in your defence, you're used to, as a stand-up comedian, arriving with nothing. Yeah, that is true. I had to do a corporate yesterday. Well, not yesterday, whenever it was, ages ago. But I had to do a corporate... And um, basically, uh, it's really hard sometimes as a comedian when you're on with, say, musicians or dancers or people that have it's something where they actually have props or something physical or something or oral or whatever, or mm. oral or whatever. You're like, okay, so the first... I'm, I'm doing a, a, a corporate, and, and there are basically people coming on... Uh, I suppose it was a light show. They were covered in sort of UV, they had UV batons. It was all really they turned the lights down and it was a, a visual spectacle and they danced, okay? Right. So they're dancing in the dark with all this UV stuff, so it just looks incredible. You know, you're like, it was a real, you know, you're like, oh, wow, this looks amazing. And then it's really hard to go, and now here is a comedian because there is no, with the, literally, there's not a single person in the room that went, oh, Ooh. thank goodness that that visual spectacle is over so that we can now just stare at this woman t- I mean, you can't ever come back from that. You can't, you can't top that. Yeah. You're just there with the microphone, going, "Is this thing on? Hello, hi, hi." Um, hi. I was uh, in a bar last night. There was uh, there's just a hum of people that just decided that. Oh, the the entertainment's over, so we'll just start talking. No, no, hello. The entertainment hasn't. I tell you, guys, what, the entertainment hasn't begun yet.
1: The worst side was when I had to follow a, a band with two electric guitars, and nobody was listening to them, and I thought. I've not gonna to listen to a band with two electric guitars. I haven't got hope in
0: hell. Oh. Also, when you're doing a visual spectacle, if the audience are miles away, oh, it really brilliant. doesn't matter. Because, you know, they what you're see. doing, they can see you. It doesn't matter. And also you're not getting any vibes off them because you're performing your dance and you're doing this loads not of loads of music. Up. If you're a stand-up comedian and you get on, having followed mm-hmm. a UV spectacle, only to be confronted with an audience that is about hundred feet away from you, it's like you're, you're just a mad woman shouting in a room.
1: Oh, I did, I did one. The best one I did was an igloo in the Excel Centre. Oh, yeah. And uh, they timed the comedy to uh, start just as the Ab- ABBA tribute band on the stage next door came on stage. Oh, of course they did. Which is brilliant. I mean, you know, I, even when I was on stage, I'd rather listen to ABBA. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's quite um, hard to compete with
0: Waterloo, isn't it?
1: Oh, I mean, you know. pointless. Like Thank you for that. That's... I mean,
0: there, there, so a lot of the time when people order a comedian, they haven't thought it through. And often, they don't want a comedian. Outside of a comedy club, I would guarantee you that 90% of the time, if you think you want a stand-up comedian for your you wedding, don't. for your child's christening, for uh... whatever it is,
1: you... Do not want to. Chris comedian. Neal used to tell this great joke. He did a wedding. You must have heard this story. He did this oh, wedding. I mean, I heard it almost directly after it happened. He was and, in shock. Uh basically it went so badly the bride actually came up to him and went, Can you please stop? You're ruining my day. Yeah. And Chris was very well, funny. Chris is man. A really
0: funny. I don't understand how anyone couldn't enjoy him. But you know But but there it is. <laughs> I've been asked to do weddings, so many weddings, and I don't do them. I have never, I will, I I've only won't went, do one, I will never do anyone's
1: wedding. I not did, even my own. I did uh, one, what do you call it, Not a civil partnership. They're not together anymore now, but it, not to do with my, my doing stand-up, but yeah. I'm sure it didn't help, Maureen. <laughs> I'm sure that was,
0: that was the catalyst. First
1: down in the coffin.
0: <laughs> Why are we breaking up? Well, you know how this started. I know. Maureen Younger. Doing stand-up oh, at our wedding.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it, to be honest. It's not a...
0: Nobody wants it. What no. you want is a disco or a band. Disco, definitely disco. Yeah? And uh, if you want anyone to be funny, oh. it should be the best man or the, bro- or the dad, best woman or dad whatever. My dad obviously his
1: wedding, had a blinking pipe band, obviously. Of course it did. <laughs> and a Kayleigh band. Pipe band and a Kayleigh band. You're two of them at the same time. The and, most, and
0: two pipers. my Scottish man outside of Scotland.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he is, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. Well. So, are you thinking of getting married?
0: Well, I mean, yes, we will get married, but I think what we've decided is that every time we talk about a wedding, we just think, that just sounds horrific. So, we might just go to the registry office and just do it. Just get a couple of witnesses and go and do it. that, (laughs) That doesn't sound very romantic, I know, but... And then what we could do is then organise a party at a later date. And spend the money on that instead. And then just say, hey, everybody turn up at this pub at five or six or whatever, and then we'll stay there till... Whatever. Eight. You know, let's... We've got to get it... We've got to to
1: I have friends... It, well, it's probably a bit too far to go, but friends got married in New Zealand They just got married on the beach.
0: Listen, for anyone just... who's thinking of getting married, right, um, here's some advice. Only
1: average like 20 grand.
0: Yeah, well, here's some advice. Nobody wants to go to a wedding abroad. <laughs> You think they do. Hey guys, we're going to get married in the Maldives. We've decided to get married in the Algarve. We've decided to get married in Hawaii. Listen, mate, if I'm going to spend much that much money in going abroad, I want it to be my holiday, not your bloody wedding. But people do that now with the, like,
1: you know, um, what do you call them? Stag nights and hen nights, don't they? It's like a weekend away. Oh, somewhere. yeah. Listen, I mean,
0: I remember, you know, you, I remember being in a really long discussion with the girl that was organising one of these Hindus that I had to go to. And I said quite clearly, I said, listen, I, am, I was skin at the time. I said, I haven't got much money. You know, I, I, I really... Whatever we do, can we try and keep it, you know, keep in mind people that are struggling. Oh, we've thought all about that. We know that people on different budgets. We're going to be really inclusive. Because the person that organises is nearly always a twat, right? <laughs> anyway... About I don't know, like a week later or two weeks later, we get an email going, guys, guys. I hope you're really excited about sunsets. Where, uh, Hendu, we've decided we're all going to go to New York for the weekend. I was like, where did you get that? New York is in my price range. That's ridiculous. Anyway, I didn't go. I didn't go because I couldn't even afford the fare. I couldn't afford the flight to To New New York. Fare to Gatwick. Oh, God. I mean, I was living in London at the time, so Heathrow... Actually, Sandstead would have been easier. I don't know if they fly down No, that's not Anyway, that's not the point. My point is, it wasn't helpful. And also, it was one of those things where I kept getting included in emails to a Hindu I wasn't bloody going to. I I emailed and went, I'm not going. Can you... Take them off the list. This is one of 62 emails. Just to remind you how exciting it is. We're going to go shopping in New York. Are we going to have facials. <laughs> so that we're going to have. Did that film bridesmaids? Cosmos. It's Co- going to be
1: like Sex in the City. Did that film bridesmaids? Any ring, any bells, then?
0: Well, at least, um, what's the name that was organising the Hindu for a mate? I mean, it was a complete travesty and a mess. That's a good, movie. But I would have appreciated that Hindu more than the one that. <laughs> mind you, I didn't go to it. So I suspect it was brilliant. <laughs> I mean, what's not so like about going to New York for the weekend? But I, you know, I thought, like, oh god. Have you been to New- I've been to New York twice. Have you been to New York? Yeah, I've been to New York twice. It's nice. It's a bit like the movies. It's a bit like the movies. It's just like that. it is like if you if the first time you go to New York, well, what am I talking about? I've been so many times, twice. <laughs> Both times, I felt like I was on a movie set. I couldn't get you over do, it. You I do just, think. Oh, God, it's just like the movies. It's just like the movies. Like, every single
1: programme you've ever watched or every single bloody... Every single American cop show, you're like, oh, my God. But, you know, I arrived... I was there in the 90s and and, the, and went to the Port Authority, which was a really dangerous part of time. I didn't really know. And I had people coming up to me, you know, dodgy characters, and I'm just like... You oh. know, I just went all oh, very British. Just, and Maureen was like, I can't
0: believe how popular I am with American
1: men. <laughs> <laughs> they keep coming I up to me and asking, asking me to... For my watch. And I was staying in Harlem. Like, I was like... I. I'm, of course, you oh, were staying in Harlem. hilarious,
0: more in fines. Where? Sorry, uh, I just want to find exactly where all of the black people live.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's no, the place I, I feel safest. No, it was a cheap. It was a cheap uh, youth hostel. And then, like when I first, my first experience in America was in L.A. was the uh, a Greyhound station. In L.A. I didn't realize that really white people don't do the Greyhound. It's well, black you, people you, and, and Latin well, they, American you, yeah, uh, Mexicans. I mean, you, because it's. One, it's a terrible service, and two, it's quite dangerous. I, it was quite dangerous. I I, I I talked to Californians, I go, you went to East LA? Like, nobody goes to East LA. And I was there. Luckily, this Mexican guy took pity on me and, and basically showed me what to do. But like, they had security <laughs> guards there, and they were like, they were all... I thought, they're the good guys, and they're all tooled up. What are the bad guys? And nobody spoke English on the coach. I was trying to get to the, this do place. You so, speak Spanish. One. Yeah, but my Spanish isn't great. Well, I mean... I mean you know... But it wasn't brilliant, and I was just trying to find out, oh, it was just a nightmare. But anyways, anyways so it Maureen. was interesting, East LA was my first experience, of, and, I, and this guy came up to me, and I just might as well have, you know, mug me, <laughs> me I'm a foreigner on my forehead, because I'm there with all my bags, being incredibly British, going, oh, I don't really know what I'm doing, you know, I had no idea what I was doing.
0: I remember I was staying in West Hollywood and I went for a, a walk, which apparently you don't do in California. You don't LA. do that in California. So no one walks anywhere. And i i would walked for miles. Anyway, I suddenly realised I was in a part of LA that did not. Oh, yeah, because it suddenly
1: you go. I didn't. Like know, when I was going to East LA, you're kind of going. I didn't feel safe. It's segregated. It's so segregated. So
0: I was walking around and then out of nowhere, like all these just men started to approach me who were clearly, um, to put it lightly, probably on something and asking me for money, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't really, didn't really have any much cash on me, and uh, uh, so I managed to, I I think I had like a couple of dollars, and I gave a couple of dollars to one guy, and then this other guy was coming up, and then I had like three men like around me, and then this taxi driver came out of nowhere, pulled over, and went, um, said something like, Come here, or you need or you need to come here or something like that. Anyway, he called me over and he went, Get in. And I went, um, I no, no, I'm not, I'm okay, I'm gonna walk. He went, No, you're not. And I got in the cabin and he went, Where do you need to go? And I went, Oh, I live in West Hollywood. He went, I'll take you there. And he drove me home and he went, Never ever ever go to that side of town again. He goes, It's really dangerous. And he was like, You're seconds away from having all of your money stolen. And I was like, Well, it would have been $5. But yeah, I get what you mean. um That was very really nice of him. It was really sweet of him. I and mean, he didn't charge me for the fare or anything. He just took me out.
1: I'm just. To realize you were He was like, This like, this woman, this woman doesn't know what she's doing. He was like that Mexican guy. He was an avocado farmer. Probably got his card somewhere still. And he just obviously realized he took, took me to him I didn't know what I was. What I was doing, just, you know, it was great because I'd Oh, my God, you ready. just,
0: you can just tell the green tourists. kind of uh, like, was just you know, such Also, a- I was so
1: young, I was like 20. 20- three or something oh, well, I, I wasn't that really. young but I was just completely green and, More uh, and you're green now <laughs> yeah that is true but you know you talk about California like, you go to California like I couldn't drive in those days and I'd go I'm <laughs> as to get a- opposed to now Maureen where you're driving me everywhere <laughs> but I do have a I could I can theoretically drive but I, then I couldn't even theoretically practically. Drive. no no I'm not a terrible driver but um and I remember going I want to go to Hearst Castle And uh, so I went to the tourist office at San Luis Obispo and I went, oh yeah, can I get a bus? And they went, no, no, you just drive. And I went, but I don't drive. And they just look at you as if you're, what do you mean you don't drive? What? I just just think you're a nutter because you don't drive. Well, if you
0: live in LA and you don't drive, then you don't go anywhere.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, if
0: you live in LA and you don't have a car, good luck. Whereas if you live in New York and you don't have a car, it's fine. It's fine. You can get about. But if you're, I mean, like, you cannot not have a car. It was a nightmare. You know, and if you do want to get across
1: town, that'll be like seven buses, you know. Yeah. I like LA, but not that much. No, I stayed in Santa Monica in LA and it was, uh, I quite liked it, but then I went to Venice Beach, but then I got lost and oh, it was all a,
0: I My Venice Beach stinks. Oh, I don't
1: know. I can't remember. It was so I always think of it as being completely filthy. But I think, I did go to a lot of um, vintage shops, as they're called now. I got myself some really nice outfits, which I can't get into now. But, um, yeah, They're still deep. under your bed, Maureen, still un- they, they are under my bed. Yeah. I'm still trying to
0: persuade Maureen that there are clothes that maybe are like a size 10. <laughs> uh, bear in mind that I couldn't fit into. <laughs> that I'm just trying to say to, to Maureen, maybe, maybe, maybe you could give them to somebody who could wear it. Yeah, possibly. It's not you happen. could probably sell them on eBay. Oh, and yeah. make some money. Could probably do. Yeah. I and mean, I won't. But, but you won't? No. Are you thinking you're going to get down to a size 10, Maureen? <laughs> I'm gonna get. It we, might be
1: a while. Uh, yeah, it, it might, be might be a while. Cream milk with your creamy milk.
0: <laughs> Maureen's still got the creamy milk in the fridge. <laughs> it's fine. I've, I do my best. I signpost, you know, good food that Maureen can eat, and I try to encourage her to
1: go. Give me a rice cake. You know, I gave I gave Maureen a rice cake. She earlier. cheated because she put chocolate on it. Because then she knew I'd eat it.
0: See, anyway, Maureen will eat anything like that. <laughs> I gave Maureen a piece of polystyrene as a sort of a distraction. <laughs> this yeah it's quite nice well it's polystyrene <laughs> but I, I sometimes I despair more and I don't really know what I can do to to get you on track I think maybe I've been
1: doing 10,000 steps a day not today but uh yesterday I did more than 10,000 that's because I got lost yeah but Maureen when you say you got did 10,000 steps a day there was
0: one day that you did 10,000 <laughs> steps is that right no it's been two or three two or three in the month
1: <laughs> two or three this year Two or three well, this only, week? Sorry, no, it's two or three this week. Two or three this week? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, today. that's great. Great. Not today. What about last week? Yeah, two or three last week as well. Okay, okay. Some of it's because I got lost, but... Well, Maureen, keep that up.
0: Try and do your 10,000 steps a day. Mm. And maybe move on to semi-skimmed milk. Look, <laughs> all of these things will help. <laughs> what do you put in your coffee?
1: <laughs> Double cream. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, but your tea did taste nice with that cream, didn't it? No, I don't like creamy
0: tea. No. Just give me some milk in it. I don't need cream in my okay. tea. Cream in my coffee, maybe. That'd be nice. okay. But not cream in my tea. All
1: right. Well, anyway, we better put a halt to this
0: because somebody's got a preview to do. Listen, I don't want to... I don't want to show off. But how many uh, people are coming? Six people. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a few walk cups. Mm, well, I, I basically... I phoned up my agent trying to get out of it which is what no. that phone call was for earlier and basically she said no you, you really need to go even if it's six people and so I said okay I said what are the chances of walk-ups and basically her response was um, well I mean you can get walk-ups there and you ever said but what are the
1: chances no you won't have any walk-ups I was like oh so <laughs> the answer is no walk-ups I then. think oh, well, Chloe Jen's girlfriend phoned earlier and went oh is Maureen going with you tonight and I was like well that could have friend. <laughs> I mean, in fact, if you did come with me, I'd think there was something weird going on. <laughs> Perhaps that comic was right. I mean, why is Maureen
0: like? Why is she coming with me? Oh, uh-oh. Does Maureen fancy me?
1: <laughs> Yet another one.
0: Another one. Bye to
1: Dad. All right, then. And on that really worrisome note, um, I'm going to leave you. Goodbye. Oh, goodbye. And, d- and thank you so much for listening.
0: I mean, God knows why you are. We appreciate it. We do appreciate it. Okay. Bye. Goodbye.